I thought we were just gonna do like a bleed in. No, no, no. Yeah, sorry. Was I, forgot what podcast. I forgot what podcast it was. No, wrong music. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the 50th episode of It Is What It Is, 8bit.net's news and current affairs podcast. Each and every week, we're bringing you all, sometimes, we bring you all our takes on all the news you need to know about. I'm your host, Jack Cruz, and joining me this week, two of my dearest friends in the whole wide world. Finally, we get the mm. menage a trois underway. It's your boy, John O'Peck, and the Kiwi Karate Kid, Thomas Marshall. Gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Celebration. <laughs> it's a celebration, bitches. 50 episodes. 50. I don't know if and that'll be as loud as I expected, because I had no idea what volume my phone was on. But Came uh, through okay in my headphones, so I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's we'll fine. We'll put it in post. Um, you did it. Oh, uh, we did it. We did it. We certainly did, <laughs> yeah. along with many other helps. Also, this is the first episode I've ever not read, like not had a script, not read from anything, just straight. No, like it's not. We've done one like that before. It. No, we had. Oh, no, it, no, I mean, I think I, mean, I think he means the intro that he just yeah, did like, that off the cuff. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. Normally, I read that. Okay. Yeah. Can't tell. Commit it to memory, Jack. That's my advice. Uh, for I do. Episodes I fifty-one just... through one hundred. Just work on on. Well, I can do memory. it in my sleep, but that's that's the first time I just have never had it in front mm. of me. Because you only do it little... once a week, right? Yeah, I know, right? In yeah. fact, I don't believe that. I suspect you practice at least once. Hmm. You think about like, it during, during the week. You're yeah. like you're like there wiping your ass, and it's going through your head, right? You're just practicing. You know, when we used to do like pleasure explosion and stuff like that, grass anger. I used to do a lot. I used to do a bit of practicing, but these days I don't. Even, no. Season even. professional. Yeah, yeah. It's better like. when you. Or maybe I'm just lazy. <laughs> nah, it's, it's better when you just go with it. I think. Mm-hmm. But now we're here. We are episode fifty. Um, we got here. Never made episode fifty of Grandstand Gurus, so quite quite pleased with that. Mm. Platinum Explosion, funnily enough, had episode one hundred this week. So I saw that. Uh, congratulations to the boys over at the Explosion Network. We obviously know them well. Um, They'll never hear this. No, no, I don't think they listen. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley might. We'll, we'll shout out to Ash in, in just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, no, I don't think he does, but he's been on the show. So shout out to Ashley. Shout out to all the boys. <laughs> the thing that's I weird about they're all well. podcast episodes is mm. like you like celebrating the round numbers does make sense, but mm. it is so close to a year's worth. Yeah, or no, two right? years or whatever. Mm. Like, obviously, it gets further away the further it happens, yeah. like the longer mm. you go on. But mm-hmm. it's like painfully close to an actual anniversary, but mm. you're just mm. doing round numbers, unless you miss weeks, which. Mm. Yeah, we've yeah. done. We've missed a yeah. few weeks here. And there. There, was, yeah. there was a Christmas holiday. That um, makes it more significant, I think, with the numbers. Yeah. yeah. I think I've missed one episode due to. Like, we had, a, I had one. Oh, we missed two. So one was when I was, I think. It was when I was away, Tom, you couldn't get a guest for one of the mm-hmm. weeks. Sounds and then accurate. I had some <laughs> audio stuff up from a guest another week that so we missed two weeks plus I think four I took off at Christmas. So out of the, you know, 50 episodes, there's been six weeks that I haven't haven't recorded. So, um, And we forgive and you. It's a good I effort. I appreciate the... the I know. Um, yeah, I know how hard it is me. to uh, to find a new guest every week, or to find a guest every week. So, hmm. kudos to you for 
keeping mm. it going. And, mm. you know, digging through the news is not fun sometimes. So It's a grind, man. It's a fucking it grind. Yeah. It Especially it's when funny. it's as shit as it is at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Or at least the big shit. stories, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I had three. I originally was like, oh, we'll, we'll talk about some news this week. And then I just decided, you know what? I'm not doing it. You know what? Fuck Cohen's testimony. Yeah. Uh, and fuck the Trump summit and fuck George Pell and... F- I mean, not fuck Julie Bishop because she's kind of cool, but... I don't know what those um, last two were. George, George Pell Pell's, yeah. is the uh, Catholic, the head of the Catholic Church. Oh, okay. What's his, Cardinal yeah, yeah, yeah. Pell? Yeah. Peter, 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 Cardinal Peter, pedophile Pell. Um, we could say that now. He's a pedophile. Convicted. You won't get sued. Yeah. Lock Good. him in the fuck slammer. Him. Fuck him. They um, they did lock him in the slammer, didn't they? Yeah. I hope someone locks them slammers in him. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I <laughs> understand what you were trying to achieve mm, there. Mm, mm, mm. If hell does exist, I know that's where he will end up. Um, and all his mates. But we won't harp on that because, like I said, didn't want to do it. But, yeah, no, you're right. The The news is, is grindy. Um and because it's mostly shit and the stuff that... And it's like, it's like sometimes we get to talk cool stuff like, oh, there's a movie thing happens or mm. something like that happens. But most mm. of the time, it's just shit stuff. It's something dumb Donald Trump has said or done. It's a change in policy in something or other. It's, it's Pauline Hanson. Is that the one? Yeah. <laughs> Pauline Hanson. Good old Pauline. Um, but for the most part, this has been a, a fun... A fun you know 50 episodes mm. it's nice to reflect mm. a little bit which is what we're going to be doing as part of this episode will be of, of reflection um we will have a special segment the great debate coming up soon but um yeah i don't know like it's i feel like this the show's evolved so much and it's had so many different forms in the way that it's from like the first episode to like the second episode with NATO and then the, the, with the intros and stuff and the like the the hyper editing and then it kind of got a bit more relaxed and the you know fucking um, rapid fire news which turned into the whole show rapid fire, <laughs> rapid fire. and now it's a, it's a lot more conversational. Um, I feel like so, the hot takes have uh, gotten a bit cooler as well. Yeah, somewhat. I feel like there's they been weeks happened, where I'm, let's be honest, like yeah, the, the hot the takes hot never takes. really happened. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I changed it very early on to just our takes. We give you our takes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Early on, it, it, it was it was quite evident that it was all the hottest takes on all the news that you need to know about. There's been yeah, a few. Yeah. Like, there's been a few times I've thought, "Oh, that's a different take on the topic," mm. but yeah, it's usually yeah. the the uh, exception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always yeah. It's always like a different. You know, yeah perspective rather than someone comes out and says something absolutely outlandish um that yeah. tone was set by nato in episode two when he's like the king of the hot take and it was just lukewarm <laughs> <laughs> what a criticism too yeah i know right shots, <laughs> shots fired at nato right through the heart right yeah. through the heart um but yeah i don't know i mean i don't know what the future looks like for this show i'm kind of just gonna continue it on as it is at the moment keep it a bit more relaxed a bit more um conversational but it may take a different form in the future it might look like something completely different i, I do not know um but we're kind of just but just whatever it'll it is it'll is what it be is <laughs> okay sarah sarah <laughs> yep uh well before we get into we have a a slight discussion topic for tonight ladies and gentlemen uh i want to 
offer up our special segment as Jono pours his Baileys into from one glass into another. Can I tell you what's uh, happening here? Absolutely, I would love to know. Please <laughs> so, explain to our audio listeners what exactly you were doing. So, <laughs> I put my ice cube in this glass, right? It's yes. one of those glasses that you use for like coffee. Sort so of, that mm-hmm. it's, it's like a, a small heat, tumbler proof one. Glass. Yeah, yeah, it's like but a it, round tumbler. Yep. Yeah. So, whilst drinking it, I've noticed that I've smashed the inside of it with my ice cube. <laughs> so there's. <laughs> There's like a, a protective layer between the bottom of the cup and the actual bottom of the cup and the mm-hmm. Baileys has all gone into that it's section. Now, now stuck in the bottom. So rather than just throwing it all out, you're transferring <laughs> it with possible bits of broken glass into another I cup. Don't, I, think I, ap- I appreciate your frugalness. <laughs> waste, look, waste not, what not, champion look, of the world. Look, there's some big chunks of glass that I'm going to avoid. I think that uh-huh, I'm okay. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, it's the it's, little ones though that you're gonna have to that your lower intestines are gonna have to worry about. You know, you make a is good the point. Bailey's <laughs> something that you purchased, or did somebody give it to you, and has it expired? Because no. all of these things, alongside trying to drink it in a broken glass, kind of mm. uh, they kind of fit, right? <laughs> Look, Jack, you asked me to bring a beverage. I'm just trying to stick with the plan. Oh, brilliant! Well, ladies and gentlemen, while we uh, while we decipher Jono's uh, broken glass situation over here, yeah. we're going to give you the the featurette of the of the fiftieth episode of it is what it is, and it is what you have been waiting for: the matchup, the the final, the uh, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Battle to the somewhat death. Wasn't between... it the the hot takeoff or something? And the hot takeoff at the end. Yes. Yeah. Um, Sammy Deej versus DJ Payne, the biggest rivalry in It Is What It Is. The two men poised to, to duke it out in intellectual banter. Um, so, strap yourself in for the next 50-odd minutes as Sammy Deej from The Inconsolables and DJ Payne, host of Geelong's 96.3 FM breakfast show, duke it out. I can't wait. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the great debate, the hot takeoff, the moment you've all been waiting for, the hottest rivalry in the it is what it is verse that has been brewing for several months. The time has come, the the challenges have been thrown out, and it is time for the battle. In the red corner, we have our first combatant from Geelong. Victoria, Australia, host of The Breakfast Show at 96.3 FM. It's DJ Payne. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome, DJ. <laughs> thank you for being here. Thank you for stepping up to the plate. Oh, it's an absolute on... pleasure. Absolute pleasure. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. That's great to hear. To take on your fierce rival and his opponent. Who will bring the, the pain. <laughs> From southeast Melbourne. 8-Bits resident video wonder kin, the man with a million voices, it's Sammy Deej. Sammy, thank you. Thank you for being here. podcasting uh, <laughs> or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, very happy to be here uh, because I'd like knocking heads. I don't know. I'm not that aggressive as a person, um, mm, but I am mm. intellectually s- aggressive or something. A solid strategy. Lull him into a false sense of security. I like That's it. exactly what I'm doing. I like it. Uh, I'm not anxious at all. It's all a play. You shouldn't be. 
Strategy. <laughs> Very, good. Very good. Well, we are here, ladies and gentlemen, for the great debate, the hot takeoff. There, there, we are here because of the rivalry between these two gentlemen that has been brewing for several months due to uh, the 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 very outspoken DJ Payne, uh, somewhat calling out Sammy Deej on an earlier episode of the show. DJ, just before we get into the debate, talk us through your motivation to call out Sammy on his uh, his shortcomings. Oh, look, I, I, look if, I, if I said I was proud of that moment of um, taking shots, you know, I got a lot of feedback, a lot of flack mm. for that. There was mm. a lot of... Um, a lot of negative press mm. about, about those hot takes. It was venomous. Yes, exactly. Some from um, even people who I thought would be uh, supporting me in those hot takes. Mm. Uh, and look, maybe I went too far yes. in the initial... Uh, <laughs> but now now that we're here in person, I'm thinking, maybe I didn't go far enough. Mm. I don't know. Oh, oh <laughs> you want to put me in my place, do you? <laughs> and and Sam, how would it how did it feel when you were somewhat called out by by DJ Payne way back when? Well, I mean, you know, like I am uh, podcast royalty. You know, mm. basic bitch is becoming for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good. just another day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. Uh, just yeah. I, not, I, I not phased. Like, yeah, yeah. You do, you don't phase the the, the queen. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yes. And, and you're ready to take him down, I imagine. You prepared for battle. Yes, essentially. Even if my political leanings is more of a half left, half I just want people to be friends. But otherwise, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, eat shit. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, how this is going to work is we have two discussion topics, both chosen by uh, one chosen by each of the of our debaters tonight. Uh, well, we'll pose a question in said topic for each person and then they will give their response and then the other will have an opportunity to respond and vice versa and uh and then we will have the hot takeoff at the end the hottest take from each of them and then there will be a winner decided by me as i am the debate master yeah no you're the you're the master debater (laughs) yes exactly so we're gonna flip a coin to decide who's who goes first or who doesn't go first. Okay. Uh, DJ, you can have the, uh, the honors to call. Okay. I will call tails. Tails is the call. Tails. It is DJ. Yeah. Would you like to have your question first oh, or would you um, like Sammy to go first? I'll, I'll, I will let young Sammy go first. Oh, okay. Very good. Very good. Topic number one. The deplatforming of the political right. This topic was chosen by our very own DJ Payne. And the question for you, Sam, is... In September 2018, former Trump aide and chief White House strategist Steve Bannon was disinvited from a so-called Ideas Festival, the New Yorker Festival, as other guests such as Judd Apatow and Jim Carrey, among others, threatened to boycott the festival because of Bannon was given a platform to speak... Uh, due to his far-right nationalist views, the, he was disinvited because of the uh, the threatening of the boycott by other guests. So, Sam, even though the intention of the event organisers was to challenge Bannon's uh, and have uh, robust conversations about his views, they still removed him from the event. Did they do the right thing? 
I generally think uh, that when it comes to the right, I'm I'm very much about like giving them a platform for the reason of giving everyone equal footing. Like mm-hmm. I I think there are definitely some exceptions. Like I think when we start you know venturing so far right that we're talking about you know Alex Jones, then we need mm-hmm. to actually have a discussion about that. But I think there are definitely some interesting voices from all sides that, if nothing else, we should be inviting those people to be talking, mainly so we could just say, like, that's wrong, we criticise that, etc, etc, but we still should be having a conversation. And I'm very much also of the mindset that there are people on the far left that I would also, um, you know, like to ban, so it's not kind of this thing where I think, you know, just the right. Um, At the same time, I think there is... Like, the problem I have is that the right more and more seems to be drifting further and further from the centre, and Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think they're the same thing, but I think, you know, there is a tendency, you know, when we're talking about immigration, for that to, you know, kind of slide into something that's a little bit more racist. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's definitely some of the challenge of that. The thing that I just despise more than anything, though, is just, like, people you know, being like, well, I'm, you know, very much on the left side and I'm going to boycott this if blah, 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 blah. You know, everyone's fucking boycotting everything at this point. You know, it's, I find it like completely ridiculous. And it is a shame that we are kind of getting to this part, you know, to lean on my everyone be friends kind of mentality, that everything seems to be just kind of like an ice flow, just kind of drifting apart from each other where we can't have conversations. And I think we should be doing what we can to make sure that, you know, people on the right, who are not like Alex Jones and, and crazy, um, should still be getting, like, a voice and still should be, if nothing else, because when we allow these voices to be heard, then we can also allow them to be criticised as opposed to just blanket banning them, which doesn't help anything, really. Um, yeah, I, I think they they made, like... A bad choice, but I think we're also kind of now drifting to that part where it's becoming less and less of a choice, you know? And that's Mm -hmm. the issue that I have more than anything. Okay, okay. Fair response. And DJ, would you like to respond to Sammy's comment? Uh, Yeah, there's a... I'm taking notes here and I've got got a few notes... (laughs) 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 Only only that I don't want to forget anything. No taking is allowed. I uh, I will allow it. Um... The well, I'll start. I'll start with the premise. I love the setup for the question as well, uh, Jack. Talking about Bannon and bringing Ban- Bannon into it, mm. and 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 calling him someone who's far right and nationalist. Um, I, I, he would. He, I would consider him on the right side of politics. I, he's definitely a nationalist. I wouldn't call him a nationalist to, to the extent, and he wouldn't call himself what the media calls him. Mm-hmm. So so already we're sort of using terms that the media, the, 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 the media who hates him mm-hmm. is using about him. Mm-hmm. And this is this is my overall... I'll, I'll, I'll get to that at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I actually agree with most of what Sammy just said there, mm-hmm. that um, the, the, the ideal is free speech because... A presentation of ideas, the exchange of ideas, you're going to challenge one another, even if the idea is, uh, you know, utterly disgusting to your own sense of morality or worldview, mm-hmm. at least then you can have a debate. My issue is with the example that you gave, Jack, of Steve Bannon being invited, someone who's one of the most 
uh, politically interesting people mm-hmm. in the last decade, mm-hmm. and has been he was he was there at the very end of Trump's campaign, at the beginning of his of his presidency. It was the New York Times for crying out loud, saying, "We want to sit down in front of a group of people and have an open interview conversation." Mm-hmm. And then it's these. And again, I'm going to sound like an old man or an old crazy man. Mm. It's these Hollywood media types mm-hmm. who protest and say, if you do this, we're not coming. Mm. Like, I'm taking my ball and going home because I don't like this guy's ideas. Mm. Well, if you don't like his ideas, that was the whole point. Mm. You, you hear the ideas and you can discuss it. Exactly what Sammy just said. Mm. Um, I do I do think Alex Jones is a scapegoat on, on, on these things. I don't think Alex Jones... Is anywhere near as bad as as what the as what the media makes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually find him incredibly entertaining, and and a lot of the times he's actually he's actually quite right on a, on a lot of things. Um, but this is the problem with deplatforming people: mm-hmm. is you say this guy is evil, bad, you know, whatever keywords you want to say, mm-hmm. and. We're going to take away he, all of his accounts, and and so there is no right to reply. Mm. It's like having a one-sided debate. It's like there's no Alex Jones doesn't get to, onto Twitter and say, "Well, actually, guys, he doesn't get to do that." Mm. Mm. You know, interesting, interesting response. Yeah, DJ, you time for your question. Okay. Speaking of which, we have recently seen many. Uh, right-wing and far-right-wing creators be moved from their online platforms. Names such as Alex Jones from YouTube and Milo Yiannopoulos and Sargon Akkad from Patreon uh, due to what has been called hate speech. So, the question I pose to you, DJ, is should these platforms continue to deny these creators their opportunities to promote their ideals and opinions if they believe it could incite violence or if it conveys hate speech? Obviously, I I think it's a it's a massive farce. Um, I think I think there's a very political there's a very big political motivation between what the tech companies are doing, mm-hmm. and it's um it's anybody that is popular and who and who likes the two themes are if you're popular and you and you are outspoken about liking Trump then we will conveniently remove you for hate speech. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when it's demonstrably tr- you know, shown that there wasn't hate speech there, they just say, yeah, but you're inciting violence or one of your followers said something we didn't like or in the, in the case of, uh, of Benjamin, um, otherwise known as Sargon of Akkad, who's a mm-hmm. centrist, you know, even libertarian lefty from the UK who was taken down by Patreon and, and then has sparked the, you know, which I, which something that, which I actually think is going to be the end of Patreon, which is, I know 8-Bit doesn't want to hear about. Definitely not. We're going to bleep that out. Exactly. Let's, let's censor that out there. But it's this idea. I mean, the Patreon in, in, in Sargon of a card case is absolutely Mm. riveting about this because he was taken off the Patreon platform for something that he did months and months and months ago on a, another YouTuber's interview podcast. Nothing under his own brand. It was on something else. And he was viciously being attacked 
by the white supremacist that they like to say that he is, and he's anti-white mm. nationalist white supremacist. And these white supremacists were attacking him, and he got sick of it. So he started, and you're probably going to have to censor this. I don't know if it's bad words or whatever. He started calling them niggers. He's mm. like, that's what a nigger would do. And he knew how offensive it was mm-hmm. because it's the only swear word left in a white supremacist mind. He used it against them. Mm-hmm. And in context of that, everybody understood exactly what he was doing. But Patreon then went on and said, well, because you used a bad word that we don't like, we're going to remove you. Now, it's been shown that if you search for that word on Patreon, there's like 50 or 60 Patreon people who have that word in their in their descriptions of Patreon. Mm-hmm. So it's an obvious double standard. It's an obvious, obvious uh, deplatforming of someone who's espousing ideals that they don't want to hear. Hmm. Sam, your response? Okay, so I I think you you definitely make some very good points. I think uh, all all the talk about you know Sargon being deplatformed uh, for that kind of reason, a hundred percent. Like that is not like uh, that's that's not really the way that we should be you know policing this kind of thing i i mean i generally am of the mindset that you know these kinds of companies shouldn't be like putting too much influence into that kind of thing um but i i, I don't know like i i'm not entirely on board with the idea that all of these right-wing people that have been banned are completely, like, harmless. Like, you know, you're talking about, like, Alex Jones. Like, um, I think he's entertaining, uh, but for a different reason. Um, But at the same time, like, he has at times, like, incited, you know, this kind of violence of, like, he has suggested stuff like, oh, all the people involved in insert, you know, a lot of different shootings here are crisis actors, and that has led to harassment of people that are, you know, like, parents of, like, children that have died and stuff. Um, And the idea that there shouldn't be... Like, I I don't want there to be tons of policing, but at the same time, you can't, like, look at this and say that, you know, this should be allowed. Uh, I I think... And I think also, like, even though it it shouldn't be that much of a thing, you also have to keep in mind that these tech companies, whether they choose to allow people to continue acting or not, uh, that will kind of influence the like how they appear like you know if you allow alex jones to keep doing stuff through controversy through controversy that you know reflects badly on their business and i think you also have to take that into account that it's not entirely just like a moral political argument like it it's not specifically like you are never allowed on the internet ever again it's just you know they're kind of relegated to their their own places and i mean like i i totally agree that that's not fantastic in the whole gooey gooey uh everyone's friends kind of shit but there there's definitely a line that has to be considered and i think it is definitely one of those things where it is like a you know a continuum like it's not like there's a very definite line that separates you know the good right from the bad right but i think um there, you, there has to be some kind of action that is taken against, you know, some of the really, really bad actors um, 
on both sides, but yeah, like we're talking about the right, so the right, um, you know, that's kind of just my view on it. But yeah, like totally, like the whole Sargon stuff is just, that's completely wrong. Yeah. He doesn't seem like that bad of a guy, like from what I've seen of him, honestly. Hmm. He's, he's harmless. He's a bit. If anything, Sargon of Akkad, you know, his criticism should be he's a bit of a pompous ass. That's yeah. That's as far as he's it, a bit inflammatory. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, but he's not. But you know, yeah, it's it's funny. And getting back to the Alex Jones story, that the this this thing that gets trotted out time and time again is Sandy Hook, the Sandy Hook massacre, mm-hmm. where where in live broadcasting and the man live broadcasts like. You know, twelve hours a day, seven days, like just ridiculous amount. He needs of to get more sleep, probably. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And he's and he's and he's full on, and he's he goes down the pathway of question everything, question everything. Mm. People were feeding him information that these are actors, these are people. Look at these, look at this screenshot, and he put the idea out there and he suggested. Now, very quickly, very very quickly, he came back to that same. Like this is years ago, he came back and apologized. Yeah, to everybody I mean, involved. I, I just, he, I. But 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 the other side here, the other side here that's really interesting with this one, is that when he apologised, the ardent conspiracy theories that like Alex Jones started hmm. attacking Alex Jones and his family. Yeah. You know, like so he's he's doubly screwed. You know, for hmm. for, for for where he is. Hmm. But yeah. I I I just I think the other thing was banning him made his apps and everything go through the roof. Mm-hmm. And when you push everybody away and say you're banned, I believe it creates the bad, you know, alt-right yeah. that we all don't like. Mm. You're, you're, you're making it, you're stoking it by banning them and pushing them and telling them that they're alt-right. Mm-hmm. When they're not. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I think it's very, very interesting. difficult. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very difficult scenario. It's not really mm. something that's going to mm. get solved. I don't know. Mm. I won't... Uh, <clears throat> I mean, everyone knows my feelings on these types of things, but I will just chime in with uh, freedom of speech does not mean freedom from consequences. And that's, that's all I will say on that subject. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to give us your full speech? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the moderator. I'm not sure that it's quite... It doesn't I don't have to do anything. <laughs> you can... You can do the you can do the uh, PewDiePie Poppy Harlow and say I'm not supposed to have an opinion about this, but yeah. <laughs> that is me talking about uh, Nazis or something. <laughs> We're going to move on to the next uh, topic of discussion, and uh, topic number two, which was presented by Sam, is Donald Trump, bloody idiot? Question mark. <laughs> Huge idiot. Huge. <laughs> and DJ, as you uh, put Sammy in first for the first topic, you will go first. In this topic, Donald Trump has made the following statements and or comments when discussing protecting immigrants from Haiti, El Salvador and African countries as part of a bipartisan immigration deal. He said, quote, why are we having all these people from shithole countries come here? He called former White House aide Omarosa Manigault Newman a dog and referred to Stormy Daniels as horseface. When referring to Hillary Clinton, he said, if Hillary Clinton can't satisfy her husband, what makes her think she can satisfy America? And when talking about how he approaches women, he said, I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. You can do anything. Oh, Donald. So my question I pose to you, DJ, is that how can a man who says such things be fit to be president of the United States? 
Well, the short answer is that is he was elected democratically and he won fair and square. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the uh, mm-hmm. that's uh, the short answer there. Um, look, I, I, I'm not a fan of of his style. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of his crassness. Mm-hmm. He, he is a uh, he is a uh, entity that has been made by that particular style of New York from 70 years ago, mm. like the particular people he hangs, he hung out with and everything like that. And uh, I, I'm not, I don't feel like I need to justify any of the things that he's ever said in that way, like the crass things mm. that you, you repeated there. Mm. Um, but I think he's far from an idiot. Mm-hmm. And I think his track record... Uh, in 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 the in the light of the fact that he is two years in, he will definitely, definitely. I have I have a lot of money riding on it. He will definitely walk in the next election in the USA for sure. Oh. He he's going to be he's, he'll be there oh, for eight fine. years for sure. Um, the uh, I, I think he's incredibly incredibly clever man. I think he's he's, he's very very smart. His track record of the successes that the White House has had is incredible. His, uh, the public approval rating for Trump is way higher than Obama was at the same time. Way higher. Uh, it's 52% and Obama's was, was like 20-something or something. You're like really, really low at the same period. He, he suffers from the fact that 90% of all media articles about Donald Trump are negative. Full stop. End of story. Um, does he deserve a lot of them? Yep, he certainly does. Is he should he be exempt from them? Definitely not. You know, but when you have um, something that's dear to my heart, like the the crisis that's in Chicago with African American black, you know, the black population in Chicago killing themselves like crazy, and and people. Uh, like Kanye West, who's from Chicago, and other you know other uh, black entrepreneurs, flocking to Trump and saying this is the man we've been waiting for because he's actually doing something. He's put you know billions and billions of dollars in legislation you know in, into these areas, and you see these news stories that come out on alternative media or through the White House website or the White House channels. Mm-hmm. And they get absolutely no coverage. Not one story mm. in the mainstream press mm-hmm. will have any of this. I find it... I'm amazed that he's doing as well as he's doing. Like, I, you know, I think he's doing a, a reasonably great job for the States. Um, I think he's uh, a lot smarter than what they want to give him credit for. Sam, your response. Well, um, so to, to, to start off with, um, I'm also not a fan of his crassness. I'm also not a fan of his crapness, but um, um, that's like half my, my argument right there. Um, and I, I also kind of agree that he's probably going to be the next president, which is probably, in, in my mind, less necessarily about how good Donald Trump is doing and how just of a mess the Democratic Party seems to be at the moment. Uh, that's you know. a massive part of it, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't help. Um, even as someone who's on the left, I'm just like, ah, you can't like agree on one message. That's not a good start. Um, 
I, I definitely feel like um, the media, I, I kind of get that the media is against them, but I think there's also, in part because, you know, there is such a contingent, there are definitely, um, you know, media centers that are putting out, you know, very pro-Trump messages, um, which, you know, I, I have my own issues with them because, uh, you know, like I, I, I heard a great story um, about how uh, there is a, a little senator in New York... Um, uh, Cortez or whatever her yep. name is. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, she's great. Um, giving you know a good minimum wage to uh, her workers, and then we have I, I found that out because Fox News uh, called her a communist for doing that. Um, so you know there are definitely people um in the right wing media that are you know having voices heard. Um, I the thing is with Donald Trump, the thing that I love about him is the fact that he doesn't really necessarily give a fuck some of the time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there have been, like, moments where I've been like, oh, my God, he's going to do great. He's like, you know, screw you, NRA. Like, what a champ, you know. And then, like, a day later, he would turn around and completely backpedal on that. And that's my problem with him, really, is that he doesn't give a crap, but, like, about necessarily... He, he he's very much focused on image, which makes sense because he came from reality TV. And he seemingly will kind of, for some things, will completely just backflip instantly if it seems like it will be better for his image. And at the same time, he is, um, you know, held on to some of his promises, which is really good. But at the same time, I would like to point out that as good as it is to stick with your promises... If you start going, we're having a national emergency now because I say so, in complete defiance of how that is supposed to work, and also, you know, like, second-grade English comprehension, to, to be like, yes, this is emergency, it's not urgent or anything, that, that, that wouldn't make it an emergency, Donald. Uh, he, he just kind of seems like a, a guy that... He's... he's He's so obsessed with his image, which is is fine. Like, he's a president. He should be worried about that kind of stuff. But he will just act really erratically and will completely go against, you know, how elements of the government seemingly are supposed to work, will shut down, you know, the government, you know, if he doesn't get his way. And I, I think it's it's good to have someone who's who's willing to stick up for what they believe in, but that's like insane like you you have to you have to understand donald that you have like advisors and stuff you can't just like say stuff like we're going to set up like an electronic software ratings board to curb violent games that already exists donald you know like if you if you if you went to google and you typed in what if we had some kind of like ratings board for entertainment you'd find it it'd be so easy wouldn't it but nah, you didn't and then you just opened your big mouth and said something stupid and now people think you're stupid and kind of rightfully so um you know he, yeah he'll he'll just do whatever he needs to 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 get his end some of the time you know you can't, like, trot out a really nice meal for players. You'll just buy, like, a shit ton of fast food because it's nice and cheap. It's just... I don't know. It's hard to deal with them sometimes, you know? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, now, Sam, your question. Okay. Uh, under the presidency of Donald Trump, unemployment is at a record low, and the average wage for Americans is at a record high. And he, for the time being, has gotten North Korea to halt their nuclear program. 
As someone who openly dislikes the president, can you acknowledge and appreciate the positive work he has been able to do in his term as president? And do you think it justifies his crassness and personality? Well, firstly, no, it doesn't justify his crassness and personality. <laughs> like, I, I, I recognize that he's doing good things, but I mean, the thing is, if I were to say that about like any president, like, it's not like, you know, like Obama might have had issues and he probably did. And DJ will probably tell me all about that. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to deny that I, you know, previous to uh, this president haven't been, you know, I haven't necessarily been following US politics as closely as I should. And in some ways, that's kind of a gift, even though I still don't think that making him the president is really like worth that. Like, you know, oh, I'm slightly woke now. Um, I think he is, like, doing good things, but I mean, like, I, I think we also have to consider that it's not him alone that's doing this. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, North Korea, awesome that North Korea isn't, you know, just, like, bombing people and stuff. Um, firstly, like, there's still tons of issues, there's still all the humanitarian issues, and I think we also have to keep in mind that... North Korea is something that, you know, we've been, like, doing lots of, like, worldwide political movements to essentially, you know, stop them and to, like, cut them off, like, a little bit to, you know, slowly kind of, you know, put the squeeze on them to, to you know, like, I don't know, surrender, whatever kind of political agenda that we have. And also, like, keep in mind that they're having meetings with leaders in South Korea. So it's, it's yeah. not like Donald Trump is like, you know, oh, I am the, the Lord bringing peace and prosperity to, you know, Asia. It's just like, he's... He's doing okay, but I think at the same time he shouldn't be like, oh, look at Rocket Man. Like, what's he going to do? Drop nukes? Like, don't fucking say that. Don't encourage him to kill everyone. Um, I, I mean, I think, he's, I think he's a cog in that machine, but to say he's the entire machine, I think, is, is very irresponsible. Um, so I, I, I definitely recognize that he's, he's doing good, but I think... Like, good would still be done if he wasn't necessarily the president. You know, like, I, I, I'll I, acknowledge that he he's done some good stuff and almost done some very great stuff that I would have supported him over. But I, I don't think... I definitely don't think that justifies his personality. I definitely don't think that justifies, um, you know, how standoffish he can be with, you know, like, members of the government mm. um, and members of the media and everything else. Um yeah, I mean, he's he's doing okay, but it doesn't justify all the other stuff, hmm. in my mind, personally. And DJ, what say you? Woo, there's a lot there. <laughs> um, I, we could we could derail the entire show and talk about That's AOC deep. and uh, the fact that she is admittedly hardcore. By her own words, a socialist communist. That's how she describes herself. Let, let's keep so, it on the subject of Donald exactly, for now. Exactly, exactly, so, let's steer it back. Steer it back. And I want to say congratulations because I haven't heard one reference to Orange Man Bad, Orange Anything, which is great, which is uh, you know the, the classic cheap shot Fantastic. that everybody everybody takes. Fantastic. Exactly. 
We did. We do. We have got some Here we go. impressions. <laughs> um, the old reality TV star, you know, line gets trotted out, and that look. He. I grew up again. It might be part of my age. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm. I, I, I in a, in a couple of weeks I turned forty seven. Wow. Out loud. I'm. I'm the old man here. Mm, I don't are. belong on the eight eight, eight bit network. <laughs> tell us but about. We don't. Just, we don't we're not ageists here. We don't discriminate. Yeah, yeah tell you, us about you. your favourite video games. The, <laughs> <laughs> I remember growing up in the first waves of hip-hop. I remember when hip-hop started. Mm-hmm. And hip-hop coming out of New York, a common boast out of hip-hop was saying that you were, you were like Donald Trump. He was considered mm. by the by that by that by the black African community to be the man. Like he was mm. the man, Donald Trump. My goodness, mm. uh, he was everything that that you know was idolized there. Don't forget, he was the good guy, the hero of the story in Home Alone Two. Like, yeah. I'm not sure he was the hero of the story. That's a little bit. <laughs> Maybe we should just elect Macaulay Culkin. He's just kind of there. He just kind of directed him to, like, the elevator, yeah. didn't he? I wouldn't Go call him the hero there. of the story. Well, Go well, over there, well, my child. Well, there is safety and sanctuary. But could you imagine that happening today with any other politician or anything like that? No. Mm. Look, my point is that, that Donald was the hero of the American people. He was Bill Clinton and Hillary's great friend. He was going to their social functions. He was a friend of all the Democrats. He gave money to every political party. And it was only in the last few years where he decided, this is what I'm doing, that he became the enemy of the people. Because the media decided that. Mm. The the Democratic Democratic, uh, Party and the Democratic media, the overwhelming Democratic media decided he's the enemy of the people and that's where we go. Now, I agree with you that he's not doing anybody any favours by how he talks, some of his crassness and stuff like that. But I would rather have someone who is abrasive and I don't like the speech of and he rubs me the wrong way, but he gets the job done. He's getting the things done that I've that we're thinking, man, that was too hard. Nobody could do that. And he goes, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to go do it. And he goes and does it. Then someone like Obama, who is we love to listen to and we applaud and we go, oh, give this man another Nobel Peace Prize and give him more money, write another book. We love to hear you. And he does nothing or does the opposite of what he's saying. Mm. So we, we've got, we flip from one to the other and we, and we cannot forget that the reason we have Donald Trump is because of Barack Obama. He's the answer to the last eight years mm. of, of, that, of, the, of that type of politics in the States. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. This is hard. This is, this has been a very tight discussion. <laughs> this, I, I'm trying to th- like listening to you both speak very well, very, uh, no, both very knowledgeable, very passionate about the subject. Um, agreed on a lot more than what I thought you would. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Mm, I, I almost gave Sam the edge in the first discussion. Uh, I think, I think he made some good points about the, the dangers, <laughs> the the dangers of of, of um, people, you know, like Alex Jones, etc. Um, but it was very tight, and and DJ made some good points as well. And this, I, you I would just have award to give, it to no one. Well, I'm gonna have to make it a draw because I'm gonna have to give the points to DJ in the second round. I think he made some good points about Donald's, um, you know 
what he's been able to get done. While I disagree with with a lot of what's been said tonight, I, I have to uh, be bipartisan and impartial and 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 declare it a draw. However, okay. how committal of you? We have a bo- <laughs> we do have a bonus round. Well, it's the hot, it's time for the hot takeoff. So I challenge you both to come with your hottest of hot takes. I'm gonna I'm gonna lose at this because I'm not a hot take person. But yeah, well, let's do this. This is a defeatist attitude, Sam, and and okay. I, I challenge you both to come with your hottest of hot takes. So bring the fire. That's what this show is all about. This is what this show was based on. Was the hot takes. So, DJ, mm. hit us with your hot take. Oh, just off the top of my head, a hot take. I mean, you had time to prepare, but whatever. <laughs> I, I, yeah, well, I, I, I've got to confess here, I didn't really prepare anything. Um, the, uh, and you want it a little bit more spicier than something like, you know, toothpaste should only come in the colour white. You know, you want something a little bit more... <laughs> I want more it to white. be pure. <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I want it to I'm be a white, white need toothpaste a bit more than supremacist. That. <laughs> I'm going to let, I'm going to let you go again for that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I'll give you a hot take, I'll give you a hot take, and this is, um... This is this is coming from. Let's come come to Australia. And as, as an Australian Christian, I believe the biggest crisis that is facing our country, in light of um, a growing, uh, you know, growing population from a diverse array of people, which is fantastic. In case someone wants to portray me as someone who doesn't like diversity in the country, I think we. I think the the growing crisis that we are facing is religious freedom. I think the definitions of religious freedom in Australia are woefully inadequate. We do not have freedom of speech. We do not have a Bill of Rights. We do have religious freedom, but that is getting challenged all the time at the moment. And I think that is a uh, something that's going to be a, um, a massive issue going forward. Hmm. Hmm. Um, because if we don't get it right, we, we are going to go down, and here's the hottest of the hot takes. I think the UK and Europe has fallen into a massive heap because of this... Uh, because of their mass immigration of a culture that does not assimilate into their own culture. And we're mostly talking about the Islamic worldview. Um, the Islamic worldview and the Western worldview does not do not go together. They are diametrically opposed. And so at the moment, you've got, um, you know, in the UK, you've got thousands of police in the UK devoted to uh, stamping out naughty speech, hate speech on Twitter, and yet you've got Pakistani Muslim rape gangs, Islamic rape gangs that are raping hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of British girls all over the countryside that the, that the police are woefully inadequate to take on and that the media is uninterested in reporting on properly. And I think this... Uh, I, I, I think this is a really, really touchy subject. It's a hot issue. In the UK, it's untouchable. And over here, we're, we're heading down that same road. Uh, like For example, um, just recently, a, a mother of two was arguing on Twitter with a trans activist, a trans woman activist. So this is someone who was born a male, has transitioned to a woman, and she was dead naming her on Twitter in an argument. They were arguing back and forth. And she put out that this trans activist was really born, whatever the name was, John Smith. The mother was out with her two kids. One of them apparently is, is a baby still being breastfed. And the police came and arrested her, handcuffed her in front of her children 
and took her to jail for 48 hours for that Twitter response. Now, that is insane. We And, and, and that's what I see in the UK. They're slip, sliding down that slope of, of that where they, at the same point, are letting, you know, hate preachers in from ISIS-backed, you know, you know, areas into the country to do tours, tours of mosque. And they're inadequate to deal with what's actually going on. We've got this, and the same issues are beginning to start over here. So there's my hot take. There's a hot take for you. There's a can, of, there's a can of worms I'm not prepared Woo! to open so just I've, yet. Yeah, so I've, I've lost. Do you, want me, do you want me to go back to the toothpaste? <laughs> no, that'll, that'll do, that'll do. Um, I'm not sure I'm, I'm adequately prepared to have a response to that statement just yet, but it sounds like something I would, I'd be interested to look into and discuss further with you down the track. DJ, yeah. Sam. Well. Bring the fire. Yeah, so my favourite hot takeoff. That would be the challenger. Um, that was the only joke I had prepared for that. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad you liked that. Good work, guys. Um, We're off for a bad start, Tim. Come on. Okay. Um, so, so here's. Well, I actually find this very amusing because, like, I ex- like plot twist. You're talking a lot about religious freedom, um, and I'm talking about less freedom. Um, which is not exactly what I was expecting. You know, the left-right kind of um, mixed up a little bit there. So, here's the thing. I generally don't have a lot of hot takes because I'm very much someone who's like, you know, you should be able to do whatever you want. You should be able to think and feel whatever you want, you know, as long as you aren't hurting, you know, people. Mm -hmm. Um, So, here's the thing. There are a few things that I do... Uh, say, I don't give a fuck about your opinion. And I I do apologize because I'm going to be just swearing a lot because I'm very passionate about this. Because, DJ, you are a very religious person. I'm a very scientific person. So here's the thing. The two aren't opposite, by the way. I don't think they're necessarily opposite, but some people think we do. We can can jam about this later, my brother. (laughs) Um, So, I have an issue with people, um, you know thinking that, you know, science is just kind of bub and you know, like, whatever I think is, you know, more important. But, you know, here's the thing. You can be stupid if you want. You can do that, you know, in the privacy of your own home. You can do whatever you want, you know. Like, you think you have test... You, you've gone to the doctor and you have testicular cancer. Oh, no. You could just lob that off with a chainsaw if you want to, my dude. You can do that. But here's the thing. As soon as you start... Screwing with other people's lives, you are, are, are straight off uh, my morality scale. You are a terrible person. So, I would like to propose restrictions on freedom, specifically for, you know, parents and children and families uh, of people that willingly are anti vaccination. Fuck those people. You are... Like, here's the thing. I'm not a parent, so, you know, I I can't say I necessarily have that kind of stake in there. But if I found out that there was a child in the kindergarten where my kid is, no, I'm fucking leaving. I'm I'm going to, like, the teachers and saying, either get rid of that kid or I'm getting rid of my kid because that is now a safety concern. Because what you are doing is you are saying, hey, you know how there's been thousands of years of science and we have learned from all these um, experiments and saying, you're saying like, oh no, it's got like autism in it. Fuck you. How dare you? Here's the thing. I don't actually talk about that much. 
I have Asperger's. So I don't necessarily have autism, but like, I feel like I'm close enough to it that I can say that like, fuck you for saying that, you know, autism is worse than likely death. What the actual fuck are you doing? It, 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 it absolutely boggles my mind. I find it horrific. Like, I mean, I fucking like, anti-vaxxers recently did a study to prove that there's autism in it. And then they buried the results because it doesn't have autism in it. You freaking idiots. I, it, it, it just, I, I, I can't deal with people who are anti-science. You, you guys are complete idiots. You're putting not only my ch- your children in danger, you're putting my children in danger, you're putting literally everyone in danger for something that has been cured for ages. Just fucking shut up. Don't protest. Just get your kids shot. Or, like, fucking, um, like, uh, give them a shot. Don't, like, have them shot. But then again, <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty much equivalent if you choose not to give them vaccines. So I 100% think, you know, less school opportunities, less opportunities for daycare and everything like this should like socially and systemically be like discrimination against people who are actively putting other people in danger it's it's absolutely disgusting yeah and i keep saying that and i'm probably not going to stop so if someone wants to cut me off and just be like no i'm gonna move on to something (laughs) well done my life that's i hate that so much well for the for the record i agree 100 percent with you sammy boy Mm mm-hmm as as someone who's someone who three years ago caught whooping cough from an anti-vaxxer mum from a school, I had whooping cough, the hundred day cough. I had to be registered by the government as an outbreak of whooping cough, and I thought I was going to die. I I uh, I had an ax, I had a car accident. I coughed so hard I fainted Jesus. and had a car accident. I got that from an anti-vaxxer. So I, yeah. I and I would also challenge you that. If you go back to the history of where vaccination started, it actually came out of Christian medical thinking, oh. which is a little bit, a little bit radical. And I don't know there are Christians out there who are, and every like not not many Christians, but there's other faiths out there who say no to vaccination. I, speaking on behalf of all that is good and noble, say go for it. Yeah, Vaccinate go away. for it, regardless of religion. Just do it, <laughs> well, unless you want to get closer to God. <laughs> oh wow well <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i'm i'm gonna have to award just on the absolute venom and passion delivered in that hot take the winner tonight of the great debate the hot takeoff goes to our very own sammy Deej. well done sammy yeah. round of applause congratulations a worthy a worthy opponent you were dj but sammy just took you at the end there with the uh with the fire that he brought on Look, the anti-vaxxers i, 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 I I award him on, on two things. He he used a lot of swear words, mm. and when he played when he played the autism Asperger's card, mm. I was I threw my hands yeah, up and said, yeah. "Look, I've lost. Yeah. I can't come back to that." Yeah, he's done. He's done well, uh, <laughs> gentlemen. Mean, thank you so it, much. Is, isn't, isn't the real winner like knowledge and discussion yeah. <laughs> and the positive? The audience are the real winners here. Yeah. Can 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 I throw in a very very little hot take Absolutely. here at the end? Yeah. Yeah, and say and say that I think the hottest take here is that Sammy and I are unified mm. in in the fact that we're very unhappy about being Jack Cruz's dancing monkeys to yeah. his entertainment. Why? Why? <laughs> I mean, surely in this kind of media, the host really gets to control the narrative. <laughs> <laughs> That's the theatre. That's the theatre. 
It's show Very business, baby. Yes, yes. <laughs> and what is it? What is it? Why is the host so damn good looking as well? That's oh, the other well, thing that, that I that know. We're question. supposed to bash him some more and then do the good looking. Remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, he looks good, but his heart is pure black darkness. <laughs> true. It's all a front. It's all a front. Yeah. Uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us uh, for the great debate. It's been an absolute pleasure listening to you to duke it out. Um, worthy opponents to each other very evenly matched um and and obviously the uh the hatred isn't quite as bad as what uh, as what we play it up to be um but i do can we come can we come clean here at the end yeah absolutely the whole the whole setup of me attacking Sammy was t- entirely planned by me and Sammy mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I i i came to him as one of my favorite uh guess on it is what it is i love when sammy's on mm. and i reached out to him on twitter before the last time i was on and said can i please take yeah. serious shots at you and really worry and one of my favorite moment moments of podcasting ever and i've been involved in a lot of different podcasts mm. is when i started going on the vitrol about sammy <laughs> Jack was jack's, just like, ah! jack's <laughs> eyes popped out like a cartoon person and he stopped the show and said stop 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 you can't do this what are you doing <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, that was great oh my god great. yeah yeah it's been fun mm. yeah mm. i mean like i was i was very nervous going into this and and it's it's great that you know we can kind of have this dialogue and everything and have like piss takes but also you know reach a nice conclusion where we all feel like we've kind of you know set our piece we're all a bit and, fuzzy inside very good. Yeah. <laughs> I just want yeah. Um, Everyone to be awesome. friends. But awesome. Also, yeah. Magnificent. <laughs> magnificent. Well, let's get back to our uh, regular scheduled broadcast. And we're back. That was the hot take off and the great debate. Uh, a little bit more tame mm. than what I originally thought it would be the Ben were, ve- were sorry not so much tame more respectful than I thought it was going to be I think DJ were, got robbed in the hot you wanted some fisty cuffs did you <laughs> you would think Boys based on what he's really swinging t- yeah I thought they were going to come out swinging but they were very respectful so I, I won't begrudge on that uh Jono you would you would uh <laughs> agree with DJ's hot take off so I mean, um once you hear no, it. No, I don't know. What, now I'm going to be like, what the heck did you say, DJ? I shouldn't have said that. Oh, dearie me, dearie me. Well, that was very good. Thank you so much to DJ Payne and Sammy Deej for offering up their yeah. intellect for the uh, the episode 50 extravaganza. Are you going to thank us for sitting around here for 50 minutes while we waited for you to splice it in? <laughs> I'll thank you at the end. Okay, I'll thank good. you at the end. Um, now, we did have one discussion topic put forward. Uh, for episode 50, which I thought would be a nice thought provoker to to, to discuss. Uh, Brennan White, hmm. also known as at Brennan8bit on Twitter, posed the question, if you could have any guest host on the planet to join you on It Is What It Is, who would it be and why? I have a answer to this question. This means like guest, doesn't it? Yeah, well, like anyone. Yeah, yeah. If you could have any guest on... Yep. On to, to sit across from you on either in person or on Google Hangouts as we do, who would it be? And the thing is, Jack, like I'm available basically any week that you want me to, so you, <laughs> yeah, you don't like, have to do it. Like we're here right now. I'm gonna. You'll make me blush. You too. Oh my god! <laughs> you'll make me blush. So just just don't say it. 
Oh, I'll preface it by saying someone I haven't had on before. Right. How about that? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, I would have Donald Trump. One hundred and ten percent. That would be the, if I could pick one human being on the planet to have on this show. It would be Donald Trump. I guess uh, sometimes we are a coherent shit hot mess, right? So he'd fit in. Uh, he perfectly. It would be entertaining. I tell you that much. Few reasons. One, that that episode would do bonkers numbers. <laughs> what, for all the advertising revenue oh, that you make? Uh, or? Yeah, well, I would definitely chart on iTunes, let's put it that way. <laughs> um, I would be able to... I would, I, would, I would imagine if he agreed to come on this show, it would be... Like, I'm a nobody, so I reckon they're going to give me just free reign to say whatever I want. Because he's a... F- as some people have alluded to, he may might actually be an intelligent man. Um, that I think is neither here nor there. Um, but I think it would just be fascinating to just actually have like a conversation with him without like like I'm obviously more socially liberal or whatever. But I don't have like an agenda as far as political parties or it'd be like Frost Nixon kind of thing. Like I, I I'm not really like. Like not maybe not on that scale, but like because <laughs> Frost is obviously someone. <laughs> which, you know what I mean. <laughs> which one were you in that? Uh, in that, <laughs> I'm Nixon. No, um, but like I, I, I don't have like I don't. I'm not like one. I'm like removed from from the de- the you know the Democrats and and the um the Republicans, Republicans in the states. Yeah. And I don't really have like other than really not liking him. I don't really have like a political agenda other than like. Don't be an asshole. I guess is kind of like my mm. stance on most things. Um, so it would be fun to just have like a, and I think fascinating to just have like a conversation with the guy and be like, why are you such a fuckwit? Like, why do you say these things that you say? Like, why do you like do one really good thing that I like? I'm like, oh cool, are you actually doing something that's like half good? Like that's all right. And then you go in and be like, I'm gonna shut down the whole country because I want my wall and like stuff like that and just have like a conversation with him rather than it be like a like a cnn interview or a fox news interview do you know what i mean well, it, it could be interesting because i don't know that i've seen him have too many like actual conversations with mm. people like mm. he has a whole load of conversations with himself while yes. he's delivering speeches right because it's not it's not really a speech it's a conversation with mm. himself and Correct. his er- own erratic thought patterns mm-hmm. but if you could actually kind of strap him down and focus him on one thing i don't think I it would what happen. It turn up like i don't like unless he was no longer president i think i mean i, I know this is a hypothetical so maybe you're attaching your own kind of rationale to mm. it but yeah. if you were if you were to get him he would just be in p- politician mode and spewing the same rhetorics that you've heard him See, do before. i don't i don't think so because he's not i mean even though he's the president he's not really a politician he's kind of just a guy who happened to get elected as president and mm. has kind of just been winging it as far as I'm concerned for the yeah. last two years. And but I feel been, like... Yeah. You don't need he, to give it that caveat. As, as, <laughs> as far as anyone with, uh, with the capacity to observe him has, uh, has noticed. But he gets uh, interviewed all the time. Like, he knows how to yeah, respond but to these questions. But this is what I mean is, like, I'm not going to be asking this, the same questions that the CNN interviewers are going to be asking. Like, I'm going to be having, like, a conversation with him, like, over a beer. Like, you know... A, like man-to-man kind of discussion 
Mm. Rather than be like, well, tell me about the, uh, you know, the da-da-da-da policy and, you know, what I mean? Like, and there's no agenda behind it. It's just, I actually just want to know these things about you and why you do the things that you do and why you say the things that you say and why you act the way that you act. Like, what mm. is it that makes you think that that's... Like, you know, that's the kind of conversation that I would have with him. Inherent um, racism. Yes. And, and sexism and xenophobia, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. All of it. Yeah. All of the above. Um, so, yeah, I think it would be... Hella fun. And I think, like, I can imagine... Because he's so outrageous, right? I can imagine... I can envision a world where that happens. Where, like, I don't know. Maybe I just go... Like, I just, you know... I call it, like, a... He sees a tweet or something and he like responds to, so he's like, oh, some, you know, smart ass podcaster, blah, blah, blah. What a full <laughs> idiot. And then like it gains traction or whatever. And then like we have like a bit of Twitter banter and then I'm like, well, come on my show then. He's like, all right, I will then. I'm not scared of you. And I'm like, oh, come on then. And then he comes on and it's like, oh, fuck, now we have to really have to do this. Okay. <laughs> That's why yeah. you tweet at him he's, every week, right? Just stand close to my uh, road mic. Uh, my, yeah. uh, my, sorry, my audio technica mic, Donald. And, and <laughs> <laughs> you should edit that out. Um, um, I, I suspect gonna... he doesn't have the computing power to, uh, or, or the capacity with technology to set up a USB microphone. Imagine doing it like, he would have to do it in person because I can't yeah. imagine like Google Hangouts, he's sitting at the, like in the Oval Office at the table and it's like, like what's the way like, looking down and like, i'm just looking up his nostrils as he's looking into the webcam he's like is it on can you hear me it would um, be like uh, rocky how apollo creed's like i'm gonna give a fight to a nobody give him a chance yeah. You know? yeah exactly yeah it's it's my rocky story yeah good <laughs> that's a great way to put it john well done i'll train um, you i'll be mickey <laughs> um still well, haven't seen the so movie i put i put to you've never seen rocky no that's fine it's I know he sometimes yeah. he wins and sometimes he loses depending oh, on which one it is and oh, yeah. uh, which version of the movie you see because when they realize they could make a franchise out of it hmm. that also is quite possibly Rambo in fact yeah I don't think that that's Rocky uh, they oh, went and changed the ending to Rocky I'm, it was definitely I, Rocky I think Rambo There's definitely a girl named Rocky I mean definitely a girl named Adrian in Rocky <laughs> no 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 he's talk, oh, we're talking about no Tom I'm says t- they changed the ending. Yeah, there's there's one of them them that they. Uh, oh, okay, that's what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I think I lost a bit of hangout time there. But anyway, yeah, that's fine. These things happen. Um. Anyway, so who would you who would you two if you could pick anyone to come on this show? Go, Are go we hosting this? Is is it like? Well, you with me? Okay. Um. Well, this is a boring answer, but uh, we're reaching over for this book. This guy here, ugh, Chuck, he's my dream putting in work guest as well. Chuck just, Klosterman. Chuck Klosterman. Not, just, not yeah. just Chuck. Remember, this is an audio yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here, as far as I'm concerned, we're I'm just holding. having a conversation. This guy, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so he's, Chuck he's, a, uh, he's a writer, he's a pop culture analyst, and uh, he doesn't really delve into politics so much as sports and... Uh, I guess there's there's some politics in there, but it's mostly pop culture. But he's just mm-hmm. the way that he analyzes things is just mm. super interesting to me. The way his brain works. So I'd love to hear his takes on some of these topics. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You were right. That was boring. Um, no. Joking. <laughs> 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 only only joking. Only joking. Shots fired. Um, Thomas. I think. I would have Stephen Fry hmm. on the show. Okay. I think he's somebody who would have some 
interesting takes on the news that's happening is very smart and eloquent and mm. articulate and mm. the way that he speaks and knows a shitload of stuff i think he could teach us a thing or two mm. um and, and and would be incredibly entertaining right like mm. he's mm. he's a very funny person as well um, yeah like i used to a- follow him on twitter and he was always delivering the hot takes yeah. and the quips so i don't know if he's still doing that but yeah huh. that's well, a good pick i know he had the he had cancer like oh, last year or maybe the might have been the year before at this point um yeah so he kind of re- he didn't retire from public life but receded from public life somewhat mm. um for a while that's um, a shame. yeah I, I think he'd be fantastic i don't know if he if podcasts are a thing that he does but um mm. well i'd have him oh <laughs> Oh, I just thought else. of somebody else who would be fantastic. <laughs> hmm. are, are you aware of Brian Blessed? No. Who's Brian Blessed? Oh, he's... Um, I don't actually know how he's a person, um, but he's he's this old English guy who is generally fantastic and does lots and lots of yelling and swearing. Um, mm. it might he even, looks like he would swear. He looks like a drunken sailor. He, he might be like... He might be an actor. It might be his sort of primary thing, but it's also entirely possible he English was a actor, as writer, well. presenter, and comedian. There, there you go. He He's is in Blackadder. You okay. can. Oh yeah, he was too. Mm. Um, so I picked two people from Blackadder. Um, <laughs> we could then Rowan also Atkinson. have Rowan Atkinson <laughs> and uh, Tony, Tony Robinson on. Um, no, I'd, I'd completely forgotten about that. That might have been the first season. Was he like the king or something in the first season? Uh, it's a, feels accurate. Um, Possible. Hugh Laurie. Hugh yeah, Laurie, get yeah. Hugh Laurie on. <laughs> I, I, I want to change my answer. Actually, I had a great okay. idea, Jack. Mm-hmm. Sure. Carl Do you Pilkington. Want house? Who? Oh, Carl Pilkington. Geez. Who's Carl Pilkington? How really? do you not know who Carl Pilkington is? It's very simple, really. Re- I've never heard of him, and I don't know who he is. Oh. He's not even in the. When I type in Carl on Google, <laughs> he is not even in the top six. With a K? first Carl. Yeah, with a K, we've got Carl Urban, Carl Malone, Carl Denson, Carl Molden, and Carl Anthony Towns. Well, the two of those are NBA players, so yeah, exactly. you wouldn't want to have them on here. But Carl Pilkington... I only knew the first well, one. Is, uh, he was, he's made famous Oh, as... he's the um, uh, Idiot Abroad, yeah? Yes, yes. Yeah, gotcha. He was yeah. in... So the, the very first podcast I ever listened to was the mm. Ricky Gervais show. Yeah, me which too. Was, mm-hmm. Which was Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant, and Carl Pilkington. Mm-hmm. And... From memory, and this is maybe in two thousand six. Yes, yeah, six, seven, five, yeah. probably five, six, seven ish. They maybe yeah. did four or five seasons of it. Uh-huh. Um, it was essentially a radio show that they just put out on the podcast. Um, yeah, but they just took the piss out of Carl for hours, like the <laughs> really long episodes. And he is like a fantastic human being. Um, mm. Yeah, the way, I, that his, the way that his mind works is like. It needs to be studied by scientists. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's outstanding. It's like the most man on the street perspective you could get on any topic. It's it's insane. That's great. And his delivery is perfect. Like he's got mm. that Manchester accent, mm. and he's he's clever enough to come out with a, a good quip every now and then, but also like dumb enough not to understand how I. <laughs> Like, like, like th- a good example is I think he said that he he thought that a seal was like a lion crossed with a a dog or something like or a fish crossed with a dog. Yeah, 
That's not how how science works. (laughs) I could eat a knob at night. That was was great. That was oh, awesome. There is there are so many things in that show that are absolutely <laughs> outstanding. Like to the to the extent that next driving trip you go on, Jack, for mm. work, you mm. should download like season one, episode one. I'm sure it's it, it has to be still available from somewhere. Yeah. And mm. just listen to it and you will be you'll be hooked. And in stitches. What's the Ooh, show called? Chimpanzee that monkey. The Ricky, news. The Ricky Gervais show. Yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. Ricky. Okay, cool. It's just it the was Gervais the show. most downloaded podcast for years and years mm. before like I think Adam Carolla and Joe Rogan and people like that mm. started to get into mm. the game. But interesting. Yeah. Ricky Gervais um, would be an interesting person to have on, but he would just be He would be interesting. He, That's he would be he would be <laughs> he would be all comedy, right? Um, I suspect. Speaking of which I have two other choices who are sort of second and third to Donald Trump. Joe Rogan, funnily enough, is number two. Uh-huh. I was surprised I thought that you that didn't was gonna, say that's yeah. number one. Yeah, I thought that would be number one. I, I mean, he's like he's like who I would have around for dinner. Like he's that, that that's question mm. of like you can invite three people in the world to dinner. Who would you invite? Joe Rogan is like number one on that list. The um, uh, oh, I was going to say the unfortunate thing about that is he has no fucking idea who you are, so he's not going to come to your house. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, but neither would Locked fucking there, Jesus buddy. Christ, and I'm sure he's on a lot of people's bloody. Uh, uh, yeah, he'd, he'd come. Already? Okay. Yeah, oh, he's at every you, dinner, isn't he? You think he's <laughs> omnipresent? You think that the second coming is going to happen when somebody invites him round for dinner? <laughs> he's just waiting for the invite, you know. Yeah. <laughs> invite him into your heart. Invite him into your home. You know. Uh, but, yeah. You know, it's, he, it's, he used to. He used to meet with tax collectors and prostitutes and all those kinds of people. So yeah, I think. <laughs> Like you walk millions right into of that, millions of people around the world, like every Sunday or respective day, going Welcome around into their homes, go- going around. And he's not showed up to one, Jono. He's yeah. not showed up no, to so, one. So the the issue is, issue is, they are all going to his house. Mm. Ah. What you need to do is it's stay home and invite yeah. him over, and he'll come. That's it. It's as easy as that. <laughs> How oh. in the thousand, well, the two thousand years has nobody figured that out? Nah, I don't know. That's something, Tom. That's breaking news. Interesting point you, you make there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Joe try, Rogan. I was talking about this weekend, Johnny. I was talking about Joe Rogan at, at ad nauseum on this show and, and about how much of a fan of him I am. Um, and number three, my third choice would be Elon Musk. Just mm. potentially the world's first supervillain. Um, but just a fascinating, you know. He speaks more in- and presents just as erratically as Donald Trump does. I find in like Tesla mm. product announcements and stuff like mm. that. But mm. he, I think he actually has uh, a brain to back up like yeah. what's <laughs> oh, going he's, on. He's one a- of the smartest people on the planet. Um, so without a doubt, like, yeah, like. Absolutely yeah. no doubt about it. I'm struggling to articulate all of the awesome things I'm thinking because I'm really good at thinking awesome things versus mm. I'm struggling to articulate the English <laughs> language because I'm kind of new at this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. Oh, yes. But yeah, so I guess those are the three picks that I have and you two have yours. And I guess that's that. So thank you, Brendan, for the uh, the topic of discussion. Very much appreciated. Um, Lucky that Jono and I didn't have any other ideas. Mm. Do you have other ideas? 
No, I'm kind of worried about the glass in my stomach now, though. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I also ran through my other ideas, so I okay, was being genuine when I sarcastically said it's lucky that John <laughs> and I had no other ideas. That's why I love having you on, Tom. You're always full of surprises. Um, well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's episode 50 of It Is What It Is. That's That's it in the bag. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this week and everyone who's joined us in previous weeks and who will join us for the weeks to come should there be more episodes to come um thank you to everyone who has guested on the show from nato and brendan and ali and salim and whip flash and benny and fucking perco and ashley hobley and all the rest i'm not going to name everyone sammy deej obviously oh, dj just name them all. <laughs> should i just name them all yeah just name them all you've already done half of them you, you, you've <laughs> done the vast majority now right <laughs> I mean, I, I me and John O and you, of yeah, course. Yeah, you too. Yeah, I've been on the show a couple of times. That's true. I had Most of Neil and Sean McComish <laughs> on my episodes. You've yep. had. Uh, Thank you to you guys. Uh, you had Logan Wilkinson. Yes, I had Logan correct. a couple of times. God bless Logan. Um, and uh, I've forgotten his name. Other American friend. Oh, JT. Oh, JT, JT Russell. Yeah, yep. JT. JT. Russell. That's it. I, I, could, I could see uh, him and Tara and I was like, yes. fuck, what is, where is his name gone? <laughs> yep. Two of the greatest people on the planet. I'll have you know, those two. Absolute champions. Um, yeah, everyone. DJ. Everyone, yeah. DJ, obviously, Sammy. Um, everyone that we've had on, thank you so much. We've well, said those two twice now. Yep. Yeah, well, well you're going to have to go back through the we list said, and thank everyone twice. We you said re- just enough that. people that whoever didn't get named is going to feel really crazy. Feel extra upset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. But that's that's you're all right. right. That's the way it goes hey, sometimes. I, I remember the I remember the guest that I invited on, so I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You had Drew on here as well. Oh, Drew. Of course. Drew Agnew. Drew's been on a couple of times. Dane? Uh, Is that Dane done an Dane? episode? No, 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 Dane hasn't been on. Dane, okay. I did uh, 8-bit cast with Dane. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's it. What you need to do is put the guest in the episode title so that as I'm scan- scanning <laughs> through the, uh, the list, mm. I can mm. call out people that we've not mentioned. Because yeah. at the moment, I'm not capable I of pre- doing that. I'm going to be honest, I should have prepared if I was going to shout people out. Because now I'm just going to feel bad because I, I, I'll inevitably have missed someone um, and yep. and they will be... Not, I, mean, I don't think they're going to be sad, but they're going to be disappointed, let's be honest. Um, I should have prepared as like the new motto for the show, right? <laughs> yeah. But, well, I should but have prepared I guess it more. is what it is. <laughs> I guess so. Um, I should have prepared more, perhaps, um, <laughs> would be the, uh, the motto of the show. Um, I feel like we got everyone. Brian Betson. Ryan Oh, yes. <laughs> the champion. Champion. Champion human being. Um, anyway, but you two, most <laughs> importantly, thank you. I've been on nine episodes anyone. now, apparently. Hmm. Is this the ninth? I think this is the ninth. I think this is my 11th or 12th. Very good. Can't remember. But anyway. It's good. Way to burst my bubble. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for joining us. It's all I've um, got, you know. This has been well, three of those were without Jack, so you can say that you've done the most with Jack. <laughs> it's true. Did you guys know that this has been a product of Eight Bit? 
and you can oh. find all of our content over at 8bit.net or search the 8bit collective hashtag on Twitter. Um, and I if did, you- yeah, it's that case every week, right? Yeah, same, same every week. Are you yep. reading again or are you doing this from the top of your head? No, I'm doing this off the top of my head. Um, Does me interrupting make it harder? A little bit, a little bit. What I was going to say next was that uh, if you can, ladies and gentlemen, spare a dollar or more, uh, it would mean the world to us if you could head on over to patreon.com slash weare8bit and donate. 8bit is on Patreon these days, so we're very mm. excited about that. If you do, Indeed. science fact, donate the dollar, you get, get access early, two weeks early, in fact, to the 8bit cast. Last week, I, we launched episode two with myself, Dane Peavy, and Ali Hart. We talked about um, childhood fears and how things are different and MySpace and all that awesome stuff. Um, <laughs> Tom. MySpace. It was, it was good. Yeah, it was a good... I don't think Tom actually came up. But, my um, top eight? Did you talk about my top we eight? We talked about the top eight, yep. We yeah, about how did Tom eight. not come up if you talked about MySpace top eight? Well, he's not really... He's number one for everyone. Yeah. Well, no, he's number one in the friends default, thing. default, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he's not... You could remove him from your top eight if you had him in your top eight, yeah. I wonder, yeah. like, he must have been one of the most influential people that that short period of time because he, oh, sure. fri- he was friends with everybody. <laughs> he's very active on Twitter as well. And he yeah, has, um, he still has the same profile picture. I was picture. about to say, does he have the same uh, profile yeah. picture? Yeah, because the same if profile he doesn't, picture. then that's a, a mm. missed opportunity. Disappointing yeah. waste, yeah. Absolutely. Um, also, did you guys also know that everyone listening can follow us on Twitter? Mm. You John are cruisy underscore mate. I am. You are Tom Bomb 89 everywhere but Snapchat. Jono is at Jono himself and 8-Bit is at We Are 8-Bit on all of the socials. Uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed the show, head on over to iTunes, give us a subscribe, leave us a review. It does help get the word out about us, helps us be discoverable. And if you've ever got any questions for us or me or the guests or whoever might be... You might be thinking about it anytime. If you've got questions for God, I can pass them on also. Uh, you can email us. It Jono is what it is at 8 bit.net. Jono could be better. But I'll, well, I'll, you tell me, I'll tell Jono, Jono tells God. Um, <laughs> that email is it is what it is at 8 bit.net. Or you can tweet at us at the aforementioned Twitter handles and shout out. As I just realized always. on Sundays you're going to God's house, right? As opposed to Jesus' house. Yeah, but God's is dad, Trinity, so it's, you know. It's kind of the same thing, isn't it? Is it the house yeah. of the Trinity? Uh, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost? Yeah. Is the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit? What do you say these days? They're the same thing. Holy Spirit. It's a bit Who less is? freaky. Bit Who less is that? Halloween-y. Because hmm. I, I, I assume That's... the Father and the Son is like God and Jesus. Yeah. And the Holy the, Ghost the, Well, is... the Holy Spirit is like the, the part of it that like is inside you, basically. Oh. It's like it's the... Yeah. It's the you part of it. <laughs> Yeah, huh. exactly. Well, kind of like a your it's soul the, thing. It's like the kind of like the liaison, <laughs> like me. I'm the liaison because they tell me, <laughs> I tell you, and you tell God. Let's Therefore, just wrap this up. God, Jack is the Holy Ghost. I'm the Holy Ghost. Jack, the Holy Ghost cruise. I've if had I was ever a UFC blasphemy. fighter, that'd be my uh, that'd be my my moniker. I like when? that. Hmm. When dream big. When I'm a UFC fighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear shout out as always to our wonderful sponsors audio technica for hooking the 8-bit collective up with all the best audio gear in the business make sure you head on over to audio-technica.com.au for everything you need in the way of audio gear thomas Jono, mm. thank you so much for joining me this evening that was simultaneous it was it was a good mm. Mm. it mm. was it was a good mm. Mm. we were not before. simultaneous that time 
It's been an absolute pleasure, as always, talking to you too. Thank you for joining me tonight and all the other times you've joined me and our lovely listeners. Thank you again to Sammy Deej and DJ Payne. Oh, Jesus, don't start going through the list again. The great debate. <laughs> <laughs> and to Brendan and Ali and Sleem and, and, <laughs> and everyone and everyone. Who's Maybe you should write down show. the wrap-up so it doesn't go for 10 minutes. No, I like it. I like it, I like it going for 10 minutes. That's the whole point. Yeah, the only reason it's gone for 10 minutes is because I kept interrupting. Yeah. That was very much intentional. Would not have it any other way. Until next time, friends. It is what it is. Bye.